Hello, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good. How about yourself, Stephen? Good. Good, Ivan. That's the way. Welcome to another episode of But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. And we are on episode 17, and we're going to talk about a season 7 episode today. Yes, we are. Yes. The 7. Yes. And if you're listening for the first time, you're probably wondering, mate, there's been several people that have reviewed episodes. What are you on about? Funnily enough, we don't review the episodes per se. No, we, talk, we don't. We talk about the secondary minor characters, the often overlooked people on the show. Yes, and, and often underappreciated. Yeah, very un- underappreciated. And we want to give them a voice and we want to put them into a perspective. And we usually give like our hypotheticals, you know, what we think. And if you have an idea, you can always send us feedback. Yeah, you can get in touch with us on social media. Our handle is at Bidwabask, B-I-D-W-B-A-S-C. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yes. We have a website, bidwabask.com. You can send us an email, bidwabaspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can stream us or subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Yes, Stitcher. Uh, pretty recently, actually. Yeah, we've just, we've just gotten on Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, that's good if you have an Android device. Uh, and you can rate and review us as well. So get in touch if you feel the need. Yes, indeedy, indeedy. So we're going to talk about Season 7, Episode 13, The Seven. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good episode. I liked it. Pretty uh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Uh, pretty good, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd say yeah, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. Not a classic, yeah. but uh, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good i'm feeling good because a couple of weeks ago we went to a seinfeld trivia night yes we in, did uh, richmond in melbourne yeah we did that yeah. was fun that was so good and we yeah. finished i think there was like 20 teams i think we must have finished in the top 10 somewhere. yeah I, I was trying to remember today like going through the scores because they didn't say number five number six number seven they just t- called out who had the highest scores i think we were like maybe seventh or eighth so oh, pretty, yeah, yeah. pretty good. Pretty good. But there yeah. were a lot of Seinfeld nerds. Oh, totally. My yeah. God. Yeah, we, there were some questions where we just had no idea. Yeah. Zero idea. We looked at each other <laughs> with a big, what the, what the fuck? Uh, uh, yeah, and what the fuck. But I loved it because one of, the, one of the, not to get too off topic about this, but one of the things was during the night, so they had like a separate sheet of paper with like, who's, who is this? And they had like eight photos of like secondary characters. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah, one of characters. Fun. We got all eight of them. Like a couple of them I, weren't sh- I wasn't sure about. They were all uh, characters that had a nickname like yes. Snoopy or Manhands That's or it. the Vegetable yeah. Lasagna. Mr. Vegetable Lasagna. Yeah. And Two-Face. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, all yeah. Those kind of ones. And we got eight out of eight. I know. I was wrapped about that. Yeah. Because a couple we were like, oh, what are they again? But yeah. And it was funny when uh, when they asked a question about an episode that we've talked about. We both looked at each other yeah. like, yep, we got one, this yeah. one. Yeah, because one of the episodes, episode six was the Bizarro Jerry. Yep. And one of the questions was, what are the names of the Bizarro friends that are lame for friends? It's yeah. like, yep, Feldman, Gene, and Kevin. Straight away. Bonus question, who's the Bizarro Newman? Vargas. Yep. Who, which is the uh, cafe? What's the Bizarro Cafe? Reggie's. We knew it. Five out of five. Five out of five. It. No, but then there are other questions where they were like, blah, blah, blah. I, there was one question where they talked about uh, the names of the uh, video store employees. Um, like the rec- recommendation? Yeah, you know, like recommend. Yeah, you know, like the JB Hi-Fi style recommendations. Yeah. yeah, with like the notes, which yeah. says, get you know, this. John recommends this or whatever. Yeah. This Gene new and album, Vincent. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they asked a few other questions about that scene or that episode. And we had no, I remember the episode. The comeback. No idea. The comeback. The comeback. Yeah. yeah. No idea. Yeah, we yeah we forgot. Yeah, so we we yeah we succeeded and failed. It was a night of it was a night of a, it was an emotional roller coaster. It was actually. Yeah, but you want a space pen? Yes. Yes. It even writes upside down. It does, and we have it displayed in our studio. Yes, we did. It's in you know in the packaging yes. along with uh, a copy of Sign Language by Jerry Seinfeld, a bit of a worn copy, but still in good nick. Yep, original and, copy. Yes, and a framed picture of a puffy shirt, and and the actual the MC was wearing a puffy shirt. Yes, he was. Yeah, and I made the comment that he looks like he was the sort of person that could probably wear that shirt just just out just yeah, normally he his would. everyday life i think he would too yeah he, he was a very yeah. like outgoing gregarious person yeah he was yeah yeah that was a good thing seinfeld's best bits that's yeah. the name of the group that organizer so thanks very much guys yeah no it was that's a really good night and, and we're looking um, forward to the next one yeah we'll we, be we hope that you put it on and um yeah if you happen to be listening to this cheers we had a really fun night it was really well put together yeah they had a seinfeld menu i know they had seinfeld paraphernalia they gave away like a lot of seinfeld prizes all the main prizes were seinfeld themed like bottles of hennigan's and uh drake's coffee cake drake's coffee cakes yeah. uh juji fruits junior mints like everything it was like all the little details made it yeah from a good night to a great night oh, so yeah yeah, yeah. Well, yeah and it was a lot of fun like there was a good good rowdy crowd um, yeah, a lot of involvement. Really, really good. Really tops. Yeah, nice. Yeah, no, it was really good. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. So thanks, yep. guys. Yeah, we'll win the next one. We will. Yep. Now it's that time of the week again. Seinfeld News. Okay. 
Okay, so on this week's edition of Seinfeld News, we've just got one thing to talk about. Oh, what is it? Normally we have three, four, or five. I know, you're Mr... Uh, I don't know, I'm trying to think Lack of a news of anchor. Seinfeld News? No, you were, I was going to think of like a news anchor, but I don't know the American ones. Isn't one called Walter, Dan, Dan Rather? Isn't Dan he like Rather, yeah. Yeah, I was going to call you Dan He whistles Rather. when he talks. He's like, Dan Rather, oh, I can't do it. Oh, you watch Family Guy too much. Yeah, no, but that's... that's, that's, oh, that's how he, he doesn't turn does into it. a kettle. Oh, you... He doesn't need to be taken off the boil. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. But uh, yeah. But nice. like Family Guy, they take everything to a pretty uh, extreme level. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Bob Dole. Uh, and I think Walter Cronkite's another one. They're the only two I know. Okay. Uh, so recently... Um, oh, sorry. Before we start talking about it, uh, these episodes are re- being recorded um, around the second weekend of June. Yeah. Uh, we're recording them a bit ahead of time. Yes. Um, We've so gone so into the future. So. Yeah, we have. So some of this news might be... a tiny bit old yeah. by the time you hear it uh, towards the end of June or maybe even into July mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure a bunch of great Seinfeld stuff has happened since then Yeah, um, but yeah just so you know um, you know, we're just a bit behind schedule in terms of like real news. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because uh, in Australia we don't really get the news right away. We've no, got to wait a few days. Exactly. Like so. we just all sit around listening to Men at Work, and yeah, you know, it's just it. Time stopped in 1983 here. Like our interviewee Matt McCoy said when exactly we spoke to right. him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and yeah. if you haven't heard that, listen to episode 15. Yeah, and yeah. 15 A. I 15 guess, A. The interview. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that was. Still, still on a high from that. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm still wrapped too. And let let us know what you think of it too, because uh, yeah, I'm I'm sure it got a really good response. Yeah, no, yeah, it was really awesome and fabulous. Yeah, Matt was a, an absolute sweetheart. Oh, he was good yeah. guy. Hey, Matt. So TMZ, uh, I believe, in the first week of June, posted a photo of Kathy Griffin holding a severed head. A bloody head. Mm. Um, and it was supposed to be Donald Trump. Right. And she was obviously making a point that she doesn't like Donald Trump. Oh well. Yeah, not a, the very, first. a very yeah, but a very provocative way of displaying it. Yeah, definitely. She doesn't. She's not. You know, making. Uh, there's there's no opaqueness about no. her point of view. Obviously, um, obviously there was a major backlash about it because he's the president, regardless of what you think of him. Yeah. Um. You know that could be interpreted as a threat. Maybe. Mm, and that, yeah. 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 True. Um, true. Yeah. And oh, she's a vocal. Uh, vocal commentator. Yeah, him. she's a yeah. pretty strong left wing yeah, person. Yeah. I think a lot of her comedy is based on that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and obviously there was a big backlash yeah, from the yeah. president and the media and blah, blah, blah. Um, even a lot of left-wing publications were pretty sort that, of... They even they thought it was too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it actually led to a bunch of cancellations of performances. I think she was halfway through a tour. Um, and yeah, she, the, a bunch of venues like cancelled her performances and she had TV spots. And yeah, it, it had a pretty big uh, set of repercussions for Yeah, it. sure. Uh, but on the defensive side, Alec Baldwin and both... Uh, both Alec Baldwin and Jerry Seinfeld came to her defense. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So Baldwin on Twitter, he wrote like a little essay, but in tweets. Um, the, the, the the choice quote for me was, fuck them, fuck them all, basically. <laughs> basically saying if, it, if, if, if Trump or any of his, uh, his cabinet is against this, fuck them. Don't worry I think about that's, it. I think that's funny because Alec Baldwin's playing Trump in Saturday Night yeah, Live, so yeah. I think it's in his best interest to, yeah. you know, keep Trump in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but he's basically saying, "Fuck what they think." Like, "Fuck, yeah, them. I get fuck them all." Like, I, get I don't, you. don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, and Jerry, he, um, he was, you know, he shared the same uh, sort of point of view, I guess, as Baldwin, but he said it a bit. Less, um, no, less profane. Less profane. Yeah, less yeah. profanity. Yeah, in a bit more of a Seinfeld style. Yeah, he said um, in an interview with People, like a few days after it happened, he basically said, "I don't understand the big deal. Every comedian tells bad jokes, and this was a bad joke that she she told." And that, um, that was funny because Kathy Griffin was actually uh, in Seinfeld. Yeah, she episodes. was. She was yeah. like a rival of Jerry's. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She was the... She was oh, no. Susan's friend, childhood right. friend. And he yep. had to bring that present. And then he had that bottle of barbecue sauce and it broke. Yeah. Because he had to put his bag into like checked baggage. Yeah. And it had like the sauce. Yeah. And the sauce was going to have like the picture of like the talk show host that looks yeah. like him. Yeah. And then Kathy Griffin's like, I'm coming to New York. And she goes, all right, bring that sauce. And yep. he brings like another sauce and it's not the, not that uh, one. It's like, my bit's ruined. I can't remember what episode <laughs> yeah. that is. I, forget, I, I, I don't remember the episode, but yeah, Kathy Griffin's like his... It's funny. And then Kathy Griffin does a stand-up show just to bag Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny that like... Yeah, it's good. It's funny you realise that, you know, we watch a lot of Seinfeld just generally mm. for this podcast, but, you know, a lot of, half of our conversation is we talk about stuff that's happening in our lives, but then we say, oh, that's just like that Seinfeld episode. Oh. And it makes me realise how many Seinfeld episodes I haven't seen in a long time. Yeah, Like, yeah. I remember all that, yeah. but I don't remember what episode it's from. I don't remember the title. 
and it must have been probably yeah. years since yeah. I've watched it. So well, we've already done what seventeen episodes. This is our seventeenth. Yeah, it's one hundred eighty in total. Yeah, so, so we're got about a tenth of the way through it, really. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all there is in Seinfeld news. A bit of a slower week. Mm. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, still, still a fun little thing that involved Jerry Seinfeld. Yes. There you yep. go. Thank you very much, Stephen. That's Seinfeld news. And if you have any news or any segments, because we do get uh, news segments or articles from listeners as well, so each drop us an email or leave us a tweet or yeah, we, a post. We'd love to see them. And uh, we have we have used your links in the past on yeah, previous shows. That's so. right. Yeah. No. We really. Um, yeah. We'd really appreciate it. Like I do a bit of research every week. I just sort of dig around um, Google and stuff. Um, but, you know, I do miss stuff. People have sent us stuff that I've missed, and they've turned out to be really fun little yep. weird stories. So, yeah, send them through. Yes, indeed. When we come back, we'll just go for a very short break, but we're going to talk about Season 7, Episode 13, The Seven. Sounds good. You're listening to But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. i got a great name for our kids. A real original. You want to hear what it is? Yeah, you ready? Yeah. What is that, sign language? Seven. Seven Costanza. You're serious? Yeah. It's a beautiful name for a boy or a girl, especially girl. Oh, boy. And today we're going to talk about The Seven, Season 7, Episode 13 on But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. And boy, Stephen, this episode, it, it really brought back memories for me because I hadn't seen this one. Like, usually most of these episodes that we've seen, I haven't seen for many months. Mm. And it was just good to watch The Seven again. Yeah. You know? And because I like, I, you know, Susan is in my top ten secondaries characters so far. And number it's five, good. I believe. Uh, number two. Susan. Susan, yeah, she is. Ah. She's, my, she's in my top, okay. top five, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. getting confused with someone else. Oh, that's fine. Maybe another Bidwabask podcaster. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe myself. Maybe you. Don't, no, she's don't, not number don't. five. No. But it's good to see Susan in there. And, of course, in Season 7, she's uh, she's like one of the main characters almost in Season 7. So, you know, it's good to see her when yeah. she's on the Heidi Swigberg. Yeah. Heidi, if you're listening, hey, yeah. listen to our episode we did of your character. Yeah. All right? Tell us what you think. Cool? Yeah, awesome. So, yeah, The 7, it's a good one. I love, the with this episode, I love how George is just... You know, he just really doesn't want them to, you know, pick the name Seven. He yeah. goes as far as bloody going into the maternity ward. Yeah, yeah. And he's only stopped by a by a doctor or a nurse doctor. or something. Family only. I oh. am family. I'm having sex with the cousin. <laughs> oh, that's such a good line. Yeah, it's good. I'm having sex with that cousin. I know. That that is undoubtedly one of my favourite Seinfeld lines. Yeah, in the whole show. That's why. And of my only favorites. someone like Costanza would think that that actually means that he's a family member yep. just oh, yeah. because he's fucking he's his cousin. The cousin, yeah. And Jason Alexander just delivers that line so, so well. Yep. Brilliant. Yep. Perfect. Yep. I would have loved to have been like the crew and watch yeah. him do it. I yep. would have just died. Yeah. I would have um, made him do it over and over. And I would have... Even if they did a perfect first take. Yeah. I would have been just like... Just do it. I would have been like, just do another take, Jason, just in case. Yep. Yeah. Be my dancing monkey. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to poke you with a stick and make you do it ten times. That's it. So before we do get into the secondary characters, we don't have too many today. Uh, there's only... Uh, I've got uh, Carrie and Ken, which is Susan's cousins, and Christy. Yeah, that's all I have too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it might were... be a bit of a shorter one, but we'll see how we go. Yeah, no, there were a few other random appearances, but nothing really worth talking about. Exactly. I have a bit of information about Christy. I reckon I've got a lot in my head, you know, you know, because she's the one where she doesn't, uh, she wears the same outfit all yeah, the time. Yeah, the same black and white dress. Might be a few theories that we can talk about. Yeah, I've regarding got a few that. too. Yeah, good, good. So I reckon we'll really get into that. But a synopsis about The Seven. Written by Alec Berg and Jeff Schaefer, directed by Andy Ackerman. It first aired on February 1st, 1996 in the United States. Jerry and Elaine enter an antique store where Elaine eyes a vintage girl's bicycle. She asks Jerry to help bring it down from the display, but Jerry is smitten over an attractive woman in the storm. Uh, in the store, sorry, called Christy. Hey! Hey! You know, in a lane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey! 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 <laughs> the look on your face. Yeah, yeah, you just did that. And I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I love how, how, like, I was about to say, um, Christy's played by Lisa Deanne Young, but in this episode, she's credited as Lisa Deanne, um, who wears the same outfit every time, you know, mm, like we mentioned. Mm, mm, mm. Um, the bike falls on top of Elaine and causes her neck to go stiff. And I love when Elaine tries to get his attention and just rings the bell. It's like, ding, 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 ding. Hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Awesome. So good. Yeah. Back at Jerry's apartment, uh, Elaine claims that she'll give up the bike to anyone who can fix her neck problem, to which Kramer treats for her on the spot. He demands the bike despite it being a girl's one, and Jerry says that Kramer will not give up until he has the bike. Elaine reluctantly hands the bike over to Kramer. And after that, Elaine's neck trouble returns, and it's up to Newman to decide who's entitled to ownership of the bike. The idea of Newman being a mediator, or having any responsibility, or making a mature decision, yeah. is just 
great. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And I love how he's all like, while he's mediating, he's all serious and formal. Yeah. And then he hears the oven go ding. He's like, oh, my food's ready. Yeah. You what know? is he cooking again? Ah, oh, I forgot. My oatmeal or my brownies? Or yeah, it's something like that. Something my my like oatmeal's ready. Yeah. It's like, and he acts all oh, No, no. My cocoa. Oh, my cocoa. Yeah. Oh, my, my cocoa. Yeah. Like, he's all serious and then suddenly yeah, yeah, he's all yeah. childish. Like, oh, yeah. my cocoa's ready. Yeah, he goes back into normal Newman yeah, mode. Yeah, that's just it. from a ding of an oven. I know. Because of his cocoa. Yeah, it's good. I can't wait till we do a What's a Deal with episode of him with him. Yeah. Oh, that'll be amazing. We should do that sooner rather than later. It'll probably happen sooner or later. Yes. Wink, wink. Indeed. Uh, he suggests cutting the bike in half, but he ends up letting Kramer have it. Meanwhile, George and Susan have dinner with her inspected, expected cousin, um, Carrie, played by Shannon Holt, and her husband, Ken, Ken Hudson Campbell. And George suggests that they call their baby Soda, much to their implied dissatisfaction. George tells Susan in the car on the way home that his preferred baby name is Seven, which I actually like that name. Yeah, <laughs> good was that. Yeah, <laughs> which what is that? Is that sign language? Yeah, <laughs> which Susan instantly dismisses. What were you gonna say? Uh, I'd like to think that when they write sign language on the script, it it would be to no one's benefit but their own. They yeah. would have written like the title of oh, like like, book. like our book over yeah, here, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, you know, we as viewers would not know if it was written that way. Yeah, but just. I love. I just love the idea that maybe they're so nerdy about their own show <laughs> yeah. that they write every time there's a word "sign," yeah. they spell it like Seinfeld. Oh, hopefully. Yeah, I'm sure by that point the show was so popular. Yeah. Jerry was the king of TV. They probably could have done anything. Yeah, yeah, yep. Never know. George gets upset after Susan suggests the name Seven to her cousin, which they love. Even going as far as following them into labor to try and get them to pick another name. I'm having sex with the cousin. I like his suggestions. It's just one number down, six. Yeah, six. What about nine? <laughs> <laughs> Eight. <laughs> yeah, it's it just good. picks the surrounding numbers. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Um, and also another um, a B story. Jerry begins to make Kramer keep a tab on all of the food items he takes from his fridge. And at the end of the first week, he owes Jerry 50 bucks. Kramer doesn't have the money, but he sells the bike to Newman to pay back the debt. And at the end of the episode, Elaine tries to choke Newman with his scarf while he's on the now modified girl's bike. Mm, as he's riding down the street. Yeah, it's good. So good. Yeah, and then it cuts to Elaine. Like it, it, like it, it's, it's like a still shot of her holding Newman's scarf yeah. trying to choke yeah. him. Yeah, that's, that's the awesome. credit scene my my favorite scene in this episode is when um uh when when jerry's sort of um bailing up kramer about his his i guess etiquette yeah with their arrangement like, oh right you know when you pierce the skin of a piece of fruit you buy the you whole buy the fruit. whole fruit not a third of a fruit yeah not half a banana, not half a banana. <laughs> and you know yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you hear that you know the sound you make when you open a can of soda that is you, you. paying for a full for can a full can so, not uh, half a can and just, just how just how like sheepish Kramer is yeah, his face yeah. he's just like oh okay. yeah, yeah, he's sort of like racked with guilt you know like he's been he's been like exposed <laughs> he's trying to lower his debt <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. so good oh it's so good yeah it's good it's awesome <laughs> Jerry, and plus Jerry's a germaphobe so he doesn't want half eaten food no 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 drink no, no I wouldn't either no me either you know even if like you know he knows Kramer pretty well but yeah. I wouldn't trust his hygiene no I wouldn't either <laughs> indeed <laughs> I mean he's got you know he cooks in his own shower yeah his own bath his own hot bath <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah so yeah I don't know what's going on over there who knows I don't yep. know not taking any risks nope other characters include an orderly a maitre d' a woman and a kid so you're not too many secondary characters in this one no surprisingly yeah no. Just, just carrying Ken the cousins and uh, Christy yeah a few trivia items about this one um, in the US there are fewer than 1600 people with the first name seven and yep. there are fewer than 121 people with the last name Seven. Hmm. Hmm. And the scene where... I, I told you this before we started recording. The scene where Newman decides to cut the bike in half, it's based on a biblical story. Yeah, I found this really interesting. The Judgment of Solomon. So I'll give you a bit of a rundown of it. So basically, in this story, uh, Solomon declares to cut a baby in half as two mothers are fighting over it. After one mother asks him to give the child to the other woman, Solomon exclaims that only the true mother would rather see her child be handed over alive than be cut in half. Hmm. So that woman gets the baby. Hmm. So the bike was like the baby. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know where they got it from, but it's it's very fascinating. I read that and I thought, wow, yeah, that's such good writing. I guess if you're a practicer of you know a Christian or Jewish faith, you maybe it's a story that you know you just know. I don't know. So, yeah. But yeah, it was cool how they sort of turned it into a girl's bike in Newman's apartment. Yeah. Not like, you know, women contesting over a baby. Yeah. That's like, you remember, remember in trivia a couple of weeks ago, there was that scene with Poppy and Kramer. Yeah. You know, when they were making the pizza and yeah. Kramer wanted to put the cucumber on the pizza. Yeah. And, you know, Poppy said, you can't put cucumber you on. And then that. Kramer said, I can do, I can put whatever I want. 
And, you know, one of the questions was, what's the metaphor behind it? Yeah. Abortion. We, yeah, we had no idea. Yeah, I, I didn't think about that. I thought, wow, it is too. Yeah, what were our guesses? Like, one was, like, cultural you, appropriation. That's or, what I thought. Or you can't always get what you want. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, you, life's, yeah. life's unfair sometimes. Yeah. And the theme was abortion. I was yeah. like, yeah, wow. But, and you read the dialogue. Re- and when you like, replay yeah. the scene in your head, it makes perfect sense because yeah, Kramer yeah. says Kramer's pro-choice and Poppy was pro-life exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it kind of makes sense with their ages as well like Poppy's probably a bit older a bit more traditional mm, yeah 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 um, you know Kramer's a bit younger but to me it's sort of typified the, the metaphor is like punctuated by the fact that Kramer says it's not a pizza until it comes out of the oven it comes out of the oven and which it's so pizza's blatant. the baby yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. so blatant and you think oh my god oh my god I can't believe we got that one wrong I know <laughs> Yeah, we What's were. Wrong with this? Yeah, no idea. That was crazy. But, but a lot of people got it right as well. Because yeah. when they were calling out the responses at, at the end of each they round, it. they got it. Um, you know, people were cheering or sort of like groaning if they got it wrong. Yeah. Most people cheered. Yeah. So yeah, it, it must be really well known. But yeah. I've never even heard that. Yeah, and that reminds me of that. Just using like an allegory from the Bible mm. as like the the like the premise for a scene. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. That's like such good writing. Yeah. It's like they adapted it. Yeah. Into that, and the you bike know, is the baby. That's yeah. amazing. And and then Kramer says, "No, she can have the bike. I'd rather see it." intact then then take half of it newman said only the true owner would want to see it uh, you know in its full form you can yeah have it, you know yeah for a show that's that, incredible i know for for a show that's sort of you know about four sort of shallow emotionally sort of stunted mm-hmm. assholes <laughs> it's got some pretty deep like sort of mor- you know explorations of morality and yeah. all sorts you know sort of like allegorically explored it's yeah. great yeah yeah, yeah, yeah i love really it good writing yeah very good writing well done so yeah the seven so that's a bit of trivia about the seven so, we'll get into the secondary characters. Why don't we take a bit of a break? Okay, we'll take a bit of a break. Yeah. All right, cool. This is But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character in a Seinfeld podcast about the minor and secondary characters of this wonderful show. And we'll be right back with the characters for the seven. So, that's the situation. Hmm. You present an interesting dilemma. Each of you seemingly has a legitimate claim to the bicycle, and yet the bicycle can have only one rightful owner. Quite the conundrum. As a federal employee, I believe the law is all we have. It's all that separates us from the savages who don't deserve even the privilege of the Daily Mail, stuffing parcels into mailboxes where they don't belong. Damn it! Make it! <laughs> You must promise that you will abide by my decision no matter how unjust it may seem to either of you. And welcome back. So, who do you want to talk about first, Christy or Ken Carey? Well, the first character, Stephen, from The Seven that I would like to talk about is Carrie and Ken. Okay. I consider them an individual character. Yeah. So I'm going to stick... It's like um, Harold and Manny yeah, that we did for not, the apartment. they're not in their own scenes. Yeah, or Bob and Ray, yeah. you know, aka Cedric. And they work together. They do. They don't really have their own personalities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll start with Carrie and Ken. So uh, Carrie, she was played by Shannon Holt. Uh, she's appeared in shows including That 70s Show, ER, and The Units. Uh, not too many other acting credentials I saw under her thing. Okay. Um, she's been in a few... A few movies I never really heard of, so yeah, I don't know too much about her. Do you have anything about about? No, Shannon? I didn't no? get any notes about the actors for this oh, episode. Oh, okay, fair so enough. So I'll leave that all to you. Oh, it's all me then. Yep. Oh wow, okay. you better deliver the right information. Oh, I hope so. Otherwise, we'll get some angry feedback. Hey, any feedback's good. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine it? with that. Any 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 press is good press. Yeah, it is. If it bleeds, it leads. <laughs> I don't know what context that was. Uh, Ken, her husband. So Carrie is Susan's cousin yep. by relationship. And yeah. Ken is her like cousin-in-law, I guess. Like, not cousin-in-law, but... You cousin know. by marriage? Yeah, cousin by marriage. That's yeah. It. yeah. Ken was played by Ken Hudson-Campbell. Same name. Uh, he's appeared in Groundhog Day, Home Alone and Armageddon. He's got quite a few roles. Uh, unlike, unlike Shannon, he has quite a few acting roles. I'm trying to think who he is in Home Alone. Because oh, we mentioned Home Alone I can Alone grab his IMDb page. I'll grab his IMDb page. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's one of those actors that you recognise. Yeah, I recognised yeah. him just as a, a character actor in a bunch of movies. I, I, I'm just asking about Home Alone because we talked about it a few mm, weeks ago. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out who, what he was. Yeah. Oh, he played the man in the Santa suit in Home Alone. You know, oh, the one where his yeah. car breaks down? Yep. That's yep, him. Yep. That's wow. him, yes. There you go. Yeah, yeah. And he mm. was in, uh, he played Animal in the experimental Fox TV series Herman's Head. Never heard uh, of it. He appeared, yeah, in The Seven where he played Ken. Uh, what's the other one? He played a nice man in the hall in Groundhog Day, okay. and he appeared as oil driller Max Leonard in Armageddon. Yes, he did. Yes. Yeah, he was on the team that went to space. Yes. Yeah, he was one of the one of the guys. Yeah. There you go. Hmm. So that's him, Ken Hudson Campbell. 
So there you go. And uh, he was on Seinfeld. Yeah. Good for him. Great role. It's always good, even if you're in one episode, it's always great to be on the show. Oh, that, that would be a welcome uh, welcome appearance on any filmography. Yeah, exactly. I've told you, like, in the past, if we were younger and we were, like, in New York or L.A. where they filmed, I would yeah. love to have been an extra. Yeah. That would be perfect. Even in, even, even in Monks. Sitting, you know, no speaking. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just being on set would have been an oh, absolute... Would have been a ball. Yeah. Amazing. 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 Yeah, so Carrie and Ken, I, like, I think they're just the typical couple. Obviously, Carrie... I, I presume they don't have children. I presume it's their first child. Yeah. So, you know, because a, a lot of people I know who've had one child, like, for the first one, they're very excited. They don't know what's coming. So you can kind of tell with Carrie and Kim, they're very anxious. Yeah. You they know, they're really like, oh, like... what's going to happen? You know, you, you don't know what's going to hit you because I've been told by parents, like, you know, births are different compared to others. Maybe, like, their kids, like, raising the children and the... You know, parenting, it can be different. Like, mm. it's not always just one. You can't, like, you've heard the old cliche. There's no book on parenting. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just figure it out. As you, you figure it out as you go. So I think they're probably nervous. Like, typical parents, first-time yeah. parents. You know, they're nervous. They don't know what to expect. Like, if it was their second or second or third, they'd be like, yeah, we're going to have a baby, but we kind of know what's coming. Yeah, you know, I imagine we, that. We've relived it. We've yeah. lived it. Yeah. I imagine that, Um, you know, when they got the news, you know, if she was two or three months pregnant or however yeah. long. Yeah. Um, you know, they would have done that sort of like almost over preparation where new parents, you know, like they, they just change their lives from one day to the next. They're like, okay, we're expecting, <laughs> you know, we're expecting parents yeah. and they build a nursery. Like they just, yeah. go, not overboard, but they just, they dive right into that role, yeah. you know, yeah. seven months before the baby is even in the world. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I reckon, you know, second or third kid, they would have been a bit more relaxed. Like, okay, we got this down. Like, yeah. you know, we know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to be so sort of over-prepared. And typical George fucks it up in the restaurant. Oh, yeah. Because George, I, I, yeah, it's kind of, I think this, this what he says is kind of cringeworthy. Like, I actually cringed when he said this line. So he goes, okay, so if, if Susan is going to be her second cousin, what am I? Yeah. And they said, oh, you won't be anything. That means I can legally marry your daughter. I know. I kind of felt like it was a bit, ugh. Yeah. You know, it's like... It's sort of you're saying that you'll like, marry someone's unborn daughter. It's like, yeah. oh, that's yeah, kind of sick. Of, it's got this creepy, weird vibe. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just didn't think that line came off too well. Yeah. Even for George standards, yeah. I still think it's like, I don't know. I just didn't just like it. Just a bit distasteful. I don't I don't find it. I don't, it doesn't happen to me too often with Seinfeld dialogue. I usually love it because it's so witty and sharp and crisp. But yeah. I don't know, just this line. I don't know. It, just, okay. it probably just came off wrong. Yeah, fair enough. Or maybe I just didn't see yeah, it. Yeah, I think the, the idea way. of like talking about like marriage or sex or anything you know, using babies or children or yeah, cousins. Yeah. Just it's sort of it's just got like an inherent discomfort. You're yeah, like, yeah. Like, I just felt like uncomfortable. Did, yeah. Like he didn't he out. didn't say anything explicit. No, no. But no. it's just like but you're kind of like touching on like uh, no, just, just not, uncomfortable not that, topics. Uncomfortable yeah. topics. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the way I felt. Yeah. But I loved it. I loved it when he goes, I've got the perfect name for you. Yep. Soda. Soda. Like soda. How he punctuates it. He's like, and, and then he looks soda. down at his at his like soda, his soft yep. drink. Well, we call it soft drink in Australia. Yeah. Soda. And he's looking at it and he's like, soda. Pop. 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 If you're from uh, the uh, UK. Pop. Yeah, pop. that's it. That's it. It's like soda. And yep. like soda. No, it's a drink. It's a drink. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's good. It's, it's good. so good. I love it. I love, um, you know, sort of how obnoxious he is about how, you know, like they're listing their names. Yeah, Kimberly. And just, Kimberly, and it's just like, it's like oh, I'm, trying, on. To, I'm trying like, to eat on, here. Guys, I'm eating here. I'm eating here. <laughs> yeah, that's so rude. I, what I've noticed as so well snarky, is that. Yeah. What I've noticed as well is that as time goes on, George George becomes more of a pig when he eats. Like he's more like, he's just <laughs> yeah. like he eats like a two-year-old. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. He gets more of it on his face than in his mouth. <laughs> he does. You know, like when he's shoveling that spaghetti in his mouth and he's still talking and it's kind of dangling down <laughs> yeah, his Yeah, chin. yeah, yeah, like tentacles. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. he's just he's completely unaware <laughs> or he doesn't care. Probably both. Hmm. Um, yeah, like he's sort of more and more of a gluttonous pig. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, you know, and as he's being like obnoxious to Ken and Carrie, um, you know, it's just, it's exacerbated by the fact that he's just got half a plate of spaghetti hanging out of his face. Yeah, yeah while he's while he's yeah, dressing and, them. Yeah. yeah, and it's like he's criticizing them, but it's like look at him. Mm. It's like swiping Tinder when you're on the toilet. Yeah. It's like you can't you're you're not in a place to judge. Look at you. <laughs> look at you. I know. <laughs> Who right? are you right now to yeah, judge? You have no right. <laughs> exactly. And when Susan obviously um, when Susan mentions the name Seven, because yeah. even like upon reflection, I like that name. Yeah. It's a nice name I've, for I've a girl. Heard, I've heard worse names. Oh yeah. Yeah. That yeah. that answer sort of traditional names where yeah. people try and turn them into names so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. do you reckon do you, do you reckon if you were a girl you know steven would mm. your mother have called you seven um because your mum's a seinfeld fan well she's been on the show well i mean i was born 10 years before more than 10 years oh, before the episode so, exists yeah, okay. but you know if 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 it was a if it was on in the 80s then uh, I, I don't think so i don't think mum would like it that much she's i don't think hey, she's a, yeah. <laughs> and kevin too yeah How you doing? hey hey guys 
I'll call you on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he promised he would. Yep. Ivan will hold it. Hold it. Um, hold me to that. I'll just I'll, every episode I'll mention Stephen. Call yep. your mum and dad. Did you call, call your mum and dad? You, I'll ask you every time we record. Yep. The the last ten minutes of every podcast will just be us like talking about how my parents are doing. And then I want viewers to email in asking, <laughs> "Have you called your parents?" Yeah. Just, I want just, I want I just, emails. Bidwabas podcast at gmail.com. I want emails. I want to be reminded about how I'm a bad son from not just from Ivan, yes. but from from strangers from all Do over it. the place. Yes. Let us know, please. Let, let me know how terrible I am <laughs> as of a son. <laughs> no, don't. And do how that. I should call my mum more. And don't do that. No. Yeah, I talk anyway. to my mum all the time. That's great. Yeah. Anyway. Um, what was I going to say? You were talking about... Oh, I lost my train of thought too. Oh, if, <laughs> if, mum, if mum named you seven. No, yeah, she's, you seven, she, yeah. she's not the sort of person who would... You know, she's a big fan of, say, the Beatles, but she would never call one of her sons John. Or Ringo. No. Mind you, though, um, and I can't believe I've never brought this up, even to you. Oh, okay. Or on the podcast. It's a confession, okay. Yeah. No, no. Well, it's a, it's a reveal, I guess you could say. <laughs> As I was growing up... World exclusive, by the way. World exclusive. You heard it here first. Yeah. Bidwabask exclusive. <laughs> yeah. Um, as <laughs> I was, when I was growing up in, in Brisbane, my yep. parents still live up there, um, we had four cat, like consecutive family cats. All of them were named after Seinfeld characters. Yeah, perfect. There was Jerry, Elaine, Kramer, and George. Perfect. I can't remember the order, yeah. but Kramer, Kramer was the last one. He was, I think, 17 or 18 when he died. Oh, wow. And he died about uh, maybe... 2016, 2015, mm-hmm. 2016. Um, yeah, but so she's happy to name cats after Seinfeld, but not me. Okay. Not, not, not humans. No. I think she stops at domesticated animals. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. But I do like the name Seven. I think yeah. it's a very nice name. I might actually say, sorry to keep harping on. Oh, sure. Um, if they get another family cat or dog, they should name it Seven or Soda. It's a good name. Yeah. For a boy or a girl. Or a, for a boy or, a, or boy. a girl. Or a boy. Or a boy. That's it. Yeah. Seven, yeah. <laughs> Seven, yes. And I, with, you know, a lot of, you know, because Carrie and Ken originally suggest very generic names. And plus Kimberly, Kimberly it's like so, uh, such a 90s name. Mm. And Kimberly. It's like, yeah. You know, I think the Pink Power Ranger was called Kimberly. Okay. And then there was like, like the, the you know, and there was like other characters in the 90s called Kimberly. It's so 90s. Yeah. You know, and that would date really quick. Yeah. And then there was like Joe. And it's like Joe. Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. I think I think with them after hearing something like Seven, I think they probably thought, "Wow, that's something we didn't plan on." Yeah, you know, we read the baby book and we thought Seven's probably yeah, a bit they, too I too extreme. Yeah, because they're very they seem to be like a very conventional couple, like yeah. very you know white picket fence house. Yep, you just, know, just nine very, to five nine to five job. Uh, yeah, the husband, just, the wife probably stays home. You know, it's one of those kind of yeah, just sort of you know conventions like boring. Yeah, boring and normal and non un, uncontroversial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was thinking kind of on that line of thought mm-hmm. that, it, you know, they're, I think they're self-aware to the point where they're insecure about being boring. Like they, they want to be a bit more like, you know, risky or whatever, mm. um, but they don't know how to be, but they feel an insecurity about it. And right. Okay. Um, so when George suggests seven, their natural instinct is to, you know, rebuff like what a, what a silly name that is. Mm, yeah. But, yeah. you know, as it sort of digested, as it sat with them, mm. they thought maybe this is a good way we can sort of be a bit more like outlandish. Yeah. Or like yeah, a yeah. bit, take a, you know, do something a bit unexpected. Yeah. 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 So initially they rebuff it and they think that it's silly. And then Susan talks them around. Yeah. Off and then, screen, yeah. yeah. And then, and then, you know, they think about it and then, you know, they're like, well, we don't like the fact that we're sort of, sort of so boring and normal. Yeah. You know, this is our chance to be a bit less boring or yeah, normal. Yeah, that's it. And then they just, you know, they, they commit to it and they don't budge. That's what I thought. Like yeah, that, they yeah, were yeah. sort of motivated by an insecurity because of the fact that they're so conventional and boring. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, that, that, that's a really good theory. I think, yeah, I think that kind of threw them a curveball like Susan did and thought, actually, Seven sounds like a great name. Yeah. Yeah. And it, som- yeah. sometimes things like... You know, sometimes you watch a film that's unexpected and then it takes a little while and you think, no, no, I actually like that film. Yeah. Like Prometheus comes to, to mind where initially yeah. it's like, oh, I don't know about this. But yeah. then, you know. It's suddenly good. Yeah, it could have just sat with them and, you know, just it, it you know, it just took a little while to, to for them to appreciate it. Yeah. Now, you listener, I'm going to throw down a gauntlet, the gauntlet to you. If your name's Seven or you have a relative or a friend called Seven, get in touch with us. Yeah. I want to hear and find out how many people called Seven there are that listen to this podcast yep. or anyone who knows someone called Seven, yep. either through marriage, family, friendship, any connection to any acquaintance, mater- uh, you know, uh, uh, mutual friends, yep. whatever. Get in touch. I want to tally up how many Sevens there are yep. that you, that like, you, you want know, to verify that number. You know the six degrees of separation? I want the seven degrees of separation. Oh. That's what I want. I want to find out how many sevens... How long have you been sitting on that one? I feel like you've been like waiting... For 18 episodes. I've wow. been waiting for the seven. <laughs> it's you thought, you've thought of that in like 2013, and you're like, yep, in yep. 
I'm going to start a podcast. <laughs> yeah. and I'm not going to tell anyone this. No, no. And when I do, I'm going to drop it, and it's going to be like, whoa. That's like you with the cats. Yeah. Your 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 name your name dropping of your. There's been of some your cats. big reveals in this episode. It has been massive, massive. Like so we're, yeah, yeah, we're taking steps. So I want to know. All right, how many sevens? If your name's seven, or if you know anyone called seven. Get in touch. I want to tally be, them up. That would be awesome. And then we'll do like a final tally maybe after a few weeks. Yep. You know, we'll allow a bit of time for you. Some of you are probably still listening. Like, there's probably some people still listening to older episodes. Yeah. So by the time they come here, you know, it might take a bit of time. So mm. we'll give them maybe a couple of months. Yep. And I'll do a final tally. Yep. Yeah, perfect. Hopefully it stops at seven. Oh, or well, 77, 17, 77. That'd be amazing. Oh, probably not that many. No. But no. look, if we can get at least seven sevens, I'll be wrapped. That'd be good. That'd be fantastic. That's 49. Oh, you know your times tables. I good do. man, good man. So that's Carrie and Ken. Like at the end of the day, in summary, you know, conventional, you know, pretty boring people. Yep. I think Susan. I don't think Susan has like a, a close bond with them. I think they just happen to go for dinner one night. Yeah. You know, like once in a while, you might see your cousin. Yeah, you know, kind of like, like a you're obligatory not close. catch up. Yeah, and I think probably it's kind, of kind of thing. And probably introduce George. I think yep. it was the first time they met George. True. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon it was. It was spurred on by the fact that they had met George and also that they were pregnant. Yeah, that's true. If, if George yeah. wasn't in her life or they weren't pregnant, yep. I don't think they would have met. No. Maybe at like a family reunion or Christmas or something. Exactly. But they wouldn't have just gone out to dinner, the three of them. No, yeah. or the four of them. Well, no, I'm just oh, saying if George, oh, wasn't, in, yeah. if George wasn't in yeah, the picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. gotcha. Yeah, the three of them, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, so that's Carrie and Ken. Uh, now the next character, or our final secondary character for this week. Yeah. Uh, second and final. There second you go. Second and final. Something different. Christy. So the lady who always wears the black and white dress yeah yeah played by lisa deanne young she appeared in the piece and lounges and she was credited in this episode as lisa deanne okay so her first and middle name i presume yeah yeah so christy now you said Stephen, i think off air that there's plenty of theories about why she might wear the same dress well do you think it could be coincidence or is she like bart simpson and she has like 20 of the same outfit in her cupboard what's your take on it i think it took me a little while to figure out why she would. Um, at, at first, I thought I kind of, you know, like I, I tried to think about it as if I'd never seen this episode before. And I was sort of on board with George and um, Jerry's theory about, you know, the wash cycle. Like maybe you just got, maybe just timed that way. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, that's all blown out of the water when, when Jerry looks at, when they, go to, when they go to her apartment and Jerry sees a photo of her from the past from you know two years ago or whatever yeah, and she's yeah. wearing the same dress so it's obviously a you know a very long old habit yeah of course what i think the case is is mm. that she is very smart okay she's highly intellectual yeah and she probably loves antiques <laughs> yeah she loves antiques that might be how she spends her money Impossible. i reckon she i mean she doesn't live in a super flash apartment or anything no but she looks like she lives yeah. on her own so my theory is that that she is a um like an academic so okay. she's yep. she's smart but she doesn't pursue that in like a business sense yeah you sure. know to make money but sure. she 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 values intellectualism and academia okay so i reckon she's a uni lecturer okay or a professor or something like that okay yeah um and her you know she thinks so much about what she lectures about whatever it may be yeah that to lessen her decision fatigue you know steve jobs did the same thing I mean, oh he was yeah running with a his turtlenecks and his jeans yeah, yeah, yeah he basically said this is my uniform ah and i'm all not, right. I'm yeah, not yeah. gonna you know to, to take away as many micro decisions i make every day yeah because that that leads to intellectual fatigue ah. or mental fatigue sorry um i'm just going to simplify Rather, you know, to, to lessen my decisions every day rather than get up and think about should I wear this with that, does this match and spend half an hour worrying about that. I'm just going to keep it simple. I like this dress. It's practical. I can wear it in formal and informal settings to simplify it and that's one less micro decision she has to make every day and that's more brain power she has to focus on her academic career. That's, that's, what, that's what I thought. I'm done. Yep. I I You're can't I can't drop. I can't com- mic drop. I will don't no I won't drop this. No, I won't drop it. No, no. I I can't compete with that. I think that is a fabulous theory. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I think that's why it is because it doesn't make sense. Like she has to have more than one item in her yeah. wardrobe. Like it's you know she wore the dress in like 1991 in the photo, and then she wears it, and then she's like wearing a jacket. Like it's in her jacket, she's wearing the robe. Yeah, and, and you know, and then she's wearing like the like no, she's wearing the jacket, and then she wears the robe. Mm. And Jerry says, get changed into something else she doesn't want to. Yep. You know, yeah, no, that's, that is incredible. Yeah. That's, that's probably one of the best 
secondary character theories I've ever heard on this show so far. Thanks, man. Yeah, that was fabulous. Oh, yeah, it took I, me a little while to get there. Nah, that was good. Thanks, mate. That was really good. I appreciate that. I was going to say it was just a series of coincidences. You know, she just yeah. happened to like Jerry, like George said, maybe it was the end of her wash cycle. Yeah, and you know, no, that's what I mean. Like that. that I've seemed... done that sometimes. I've, yeah. like, I've had a shirt and I wore it, and you know, I might have like seen like you, like a friend, or, like you or yeah. another friend or whatever. And then, like, the next day or two days later, I wear the same shirt. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I washed it, like, two days before. I wouldn't notice. No. I didn't really pay attention. No, no, you wouldn't. But no. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that was my theory. But I reckon yours, yeah. No, I can't compete. That's too good. Well, it's yeah, not I a agree. competition, I, but I'm, no, glad, no, no, I'm no. glad you like it. I like it a lot. I yeah. think it's great, yeah. No, definitely, yeah, you're right. She, she doesn't want to worry about those micro... Micro thoughts? What, yep. what do you call them? Micro, micro decisions. Micro decisions, yeah. It just, it. I, the first thing I thought when I sort of started venturing down this idea, exploring this was Steve Jobs and that was one thing that he talked about a lot is that you know he's running a huge business you know he's trying to think of amazing products to make shitloads of money how can I simplify my life what's something I spend a lot of mental energy on yep. deciding what to wear every day and yep. if you think about it when you get up if you go to work five days a week a decent portion of your morning is figuring out unless you have a uniform but you know like my job I don't have to wear a suit or a uniform Yeah, and you know I probably spend in in the context of mental energy how much i expend i probably spend too much deciding do i want to wear these jeans with these boots yeah, and these course. socks and of these jocks and blah 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 you know make it simple i'll just wear jeans and a shirt there from now on yep. yeah perfect. i'm gonna do a steve jobs yeah and that dress is nice too yeah it's a nice that's, what, white that's dress. what i mean it's I like something it. that she could wear i mean she wears it out to dinner it's an all-round dinner it's yeah all-round dinner. You know, they go it's to all like around, a, all-round dress <laughs> all-round <laughs> dinner. yeah they go out to dinner and it's yeah. perfectly yep. you know it's dressy yep so to speak and you know she goes antique shopping and it looks like just a casual dress you throw on to do a bit of antique shopping indeed yeah um yeah so i think she i think she picks something that's middle of the road that suits almost she could wear that to a uni lecture yeah and and lecture in that and that would look like a professional academic you know uniform as well i guess so yeah, yeah. and jerry will never find out the answer no he threw away an opportunity to be with an academic lecturer he did oh, I re- he, he wouldn't have stayed with it though nah. no even if she wore different dresses you know, she would have. She would have found another. Per- Maybe I mean, she eats her peas one at a time. Yeah, <laughs> it would have just been whatever the next quirk is. <laughs> yeah, whatever. He would have found another excuse to break up with her. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, bloody Jerry. Anyway, bloody Jerry. Bloody Jerry. So yeah, they're the um, they're the secondary characters from the seven. I mean, we had other ones like I said, the orderly, the maitre d, but they're so small and minuscule. Yeah, you can't. You can't no, we don't have much. They're to work blips. With. Yeah, they're blips. And you know, because with this show, we usually we get every episode for Seinfeld. So there'll be episodes where. You know, like the soup Nazi, where it's such di- so diverse, and we can talk about him for like half an hour. Yeah. And then there's ones like this where we spend maybe 15, 20 minutes for the characters. Yeah, we decided know. before we even started recording the podcast that we didn't want to just pick episodes that had really strong or a huge no. amount of secondary characters. We didn't we, want to we go wanna... big too early. Yeah. Because like then we'd have nothing. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, we yeah. want to spread it out. Some episodes have either like the soup Nazi or you know six or seven. Or the Jimmy. Characters. The Jimmy was great. Yeah. Um. But, you know, we, we do have to pick episodes that only have one or two secondary characters. We do. In this. But, yeah. so And we're always after feedback as well. So if you have, you know, like Stephen's great theory about Christy, if you have a theory about Christy or any other secondary character we've mentioned, just drop them in. We might, we'll, we'll read them out. Yeah. We'll, we'll, go, we'll say, oh, look, you know, in this episode we talked about this character, this is what I think, and then we'll, we'll, we'll say yeah, it. We love we'll acknowledge re- it. We, lo- we, we read every email, every tweet, every post every instagram comment we read them all yeah so we never leave one behind so we appreciate anything you give us indeed it's great yeah cool so So what do you reckon one last break and we'll talk about our top 10 secondary characters and uh where the seven sits in our current rankings of seinfeld episodes yeah we should excellent sounds good we'll be right back you're listening to but i don't want to be a secondary character we're both big Mickey Mantle fans, and we love the name. It's very unusual. What happened to soda? I thought we all agreed on soda. No, we don't care for soda. You don't care for soda? No, no, we don't like soda at all. How do you not like soda? It's bubbly. It's refreshing. And welcome back to But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. And we have covered the seven. So, season seven, episode 13. And we covered the characters Carrie and Ken, the cousins of Susan, and so only two secondary characters this week. Yeah. But like we said before the break, we get every episode, and there'll be episodes where there's only one or two characters, and there'll be some where there's like five, six, seven. Yeah. You know? Got to take the bad with the good. Indeed. And we want to cover every episode, and we, we don't want to go too big, too hard, and do all the good ones at the start. Yeah. Well, there'll be a smattering. Yeah. There might be ones you don't like, there might be ones you love. 
but that's how we roll. It's all random, and if there's one that you want, let us know. Yeah. We might do it sooner than you think. Mm. Yes, indeed. Now, every week, Stephen, right at the end, we talk about the uh, top 10 secondary characters we've reviewed so far. Yeah. Yes. So I'll do my top 10. Yeah, go for yeah, it. Yeah, cool. Yep. So mine remains unchanged from last week. So uh, at number 10, we have the woman with Elaine from the subway. At number 9, Harold and Manny from the apartment. At number 8 is Helena from The Trip, parts 1 and 2. Number 7, Sid Fields, the old man. Number 6, Bob and Ray, a.k.a. Cedric from The Soup Nazi. Number 5 is Lloyd Braun. What's the deal with Lloyd Braun? Hey, Matt McCoy. <laughs> at number 4, Lieutenant Bookman from The Library. Number 3, The Soup Nazi from The Soup Nazi. Number 2 is Susan from What's the Deal with Susan. And my number 1, once again for the umpteenth week since in a row. This, since this list started. Indeed, Frank Costanza. Yep. Seinfeld parents. No, he wasn't actually the the first number one because we actually, started no, in he episode wasn't. eight or no, nine. No, sorry, Susan was my number one. Yep. But then, then when we, we did the parent the episode, yeah, uh, he... Frank jumped straight in. Yep. So Susan's just uh, in in Frank's shadow. Just in, in um, my list. Yep. Paul trailing Susan. by trailing by a nose. But she's still like second, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. She hasn't she hasn't bunched. Nope. So my top ten haven't changed either. Uh, so we've got Jillian from uh, the Bizarro Jerry. Uh, we've and got hands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, the train nudist. From the subway, which is episode fourteen, Sid feels from the old man. Uh, George's parents. Um, I can't really separate them because I think they uh, are both as good, like yeah, together, yep. more than the sum of their parts. I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, Harold and Manny, same story. Uh, they're from episode eight, the apartment. Susan Ross is number five for me, not number two. Um, she was our first. What's the deal with episode? Which is episode five. Uh, Celia from episode sixteen from last week. Yeah, uh, the Merv Griffin show. Um, the record store owner uh, from episode two, the old man. Uh, the Street Toughs, Bob and Cedric uh, from our first episode, The Soup Nazi, and number one again, Elton Bennis from The Seinfeld. What's the deal with The Seinfeld Parents? Perfect. And these are the characters we've reviewed right now. So if you're wondering why your favourite is in, in there, we haven't reviewed them yet. Yeah, we'll I'm get sure to, they'll come in soon. We'll, we'll touch on everyone. We will. Eventually. We promise. And what we've done since the last couple of weeks is we've, well, I've, I've started reviewing the Seinfeld episodes we've reviewed yeah. you know, with the secondary characters. I've put them I've ranked them and you've got your rankings this week yeah I yep. said I said I was going to do it for episode 16 but I didn't get around to it so I'll start with this episode so these are the top 10 uh, from 10 to 1 episodes uh, like my favourites that we've reviewed so far great Not and not including the what's the deal with episodes or any episodes with those subjects in them yep uh, these are just like the episode episodes yeah this yeah yeah Seinfeld episodes yes yeah so number 10 is the trip part 1 and 2 great I just keep it as uh, as a combined uh, last week, number nine, the Merv Griffin show. Okay, cool. Yep. Number eight, the Bizarro Jerry. Oh, yeah. Number seven, the library. Uh, number six, the smelly car. Oh, that's my number six. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, number five, the outing. Oh, nice. That's your number one. That is, yes. Uh, number four, the subway. Uh, number three, oh. the apartment. Oh, number three, the apartment. Yep. Oh, hey. Number two, the old man. Oh, beautiful. And number one is the stakeout. The stakeout. I'm surprised because the stakeout's actually my least favorite out yeah. of the ones we've done. Yep. No, yeah. No, I, I mentioned that when you started the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's my favorite episode so far. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, I've already I've already given my top 10 in previous episodes. Um, that that hasn't been changed. So if you want to go back to previous episodes, you'll hear yeah, it there. I won't, have a listen. I won't, I won't and repeat And this list we won't say every week. We'll only say like when an episode jumps in. Yeah, exactly. When, well, what, when changes are made. Well, how I'm going to do it is, I'm because what I did for the Merv Griffin show um, last week is what I did is I actually um, I just said Merv Griffin out of these many episodes I just put Merv Griffin yeah. in whatever yep yeah so out of the 14 that we've reviewed so far right so the 7 sits at number 11 okay yep the right. stakeout's my least favourite the outing's my most favourite okay yep cool so yeah that's where they sit mm. right now so number 11 for the 7 7 I think, 11 I think I'd put if I had to put the number 7 somewhere I'd probably put it at number 12 or 13 okay yeah one of your least favourite ones yeah. yeah okay yeah look yep. the episode wasn't as strong as I thought it would be I think um, I think the only part that I really still laugh at is the stuff around the name the 7 yeah yeah like yeah. the B story yeah yeah a bit iffy yeah, yeah. it's fine but yeah yeah I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Um, so last week as well, we introduced a new uh, little fun segment called <laughs> uh, Weekly Seinfeldisms. Yeah. And what the idea is, is that um, as we do this podcast and as we watch Seinfeld and talk about Seinfeld, you, you kind of notice it sort of creates more awareness just about Seinfeld and you notice more little weird Seinfeld things that happen in your day to day life. So I thought it would be fun to just mention what's happened in my week. Um, <laughs> Please. And yeah, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have any this week? No, nothing for me, no. Okay. Um, so the first one was um, uh, 
uh, a few Facebook messages about the Kathy Griffin thing, actually. Yeah, which you mentioned at the start of the, yeah, of the yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So just a few people got in touch and they were like, hey, you should check this out. This is a Seinfeld thing. Um, the second one was I listened to a podcast called the Laser Time Podcast. It's out of America and they talk about pop culture. Yeah, yeah, sure. And they did an episode recently. Um, the theme of the episode is uh, TV shows that have changed their theme song. They talk about Gilligan's Island. They talk about Transformers. Just any show since, I guess, the start of television sure. has changed their theme song. Yeah. Um, and they talked about why and all sorts of things. Yeah. And the last, um, uh, the last show that they talked about on the podcast was Seinfeld. And they mentioned um, it, cha- it technically changed its, its theme song three times. So the pilot episode, The Seinfeld Chronicles, has this really like like bad 80s it sounds like something polar yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah um like and it sounds like really upbeat and it kind of it kind of gives you the idea of like that the show is going to be like really action-packed well you have to start somewhere I yeah, guess. yeah 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 you know it's fine <laughs> um you know and it's played over like jerry's long stand-up routine and you know it's pretty bad and then obviously they they replaced it with the classic seinfeld yeah um you know pop and bass and stuff mm-hmm. but then they also mentioned and i forgot about it there's an episode in season three i can't remember what it is we'll get to it eventually we we'll will talk about we'll get it there or, we... or if you know what the episode is let us know we can uh, slot it in yeah yeah um in that uh intro music and apparently the studio did it because the the at the end of season two the ratings weren't that crash hot so they thought they'd jazz up the theme music a bit just to get people a bit more excited. There's actually some vocals in the theme song. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, they're kind of like soul singer. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. backing vocals. Yeah. It was only one episode, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I then they realized that they... It was no know, good. It's a pretty bad idea. So yeah. they got rid of it pretty quickly. Um, yeah, so that was a fun little um, Seinfeldism. And the third go. one was uh, a video that I actually stumbled upon today, actually, when I was looking for Seinfeld news. Mm. Um was a, a little mashup video. It's called Seinfeld Meets 7. Yes, um, in, re- in reference to our episode today. No, no, it's in reference... Well, I was searching well, uh, for Seinfeld yeah, 7 Seinfeld stuff. 7 and you found... Oh, yeah, it's yeah, in yeah. 7, the movie. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, seven, yeah, yeah. The, the, the movie from yeah, the 90s yeah, yeah. with Brad Pitt and Morgan yep. Freeman. Um, and what what the guy's done, he's done a whole bunch of them. He's done one for like Pulp Fiction and The Godfather and all sorts. He basically takes scenes from movies, in this case 7... And he adds like the studio, the canned laughter. Yeah. So it's like a dramatic scene, but he adds the laughter. Ah, uh, and, and it makes it look tone. like a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. And there's there's one scene in this where he mashes a, a phone call that George is making with a phone call that, um, uh, sorry, a voice message that Morgan Freeman's listening to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven. It's just kind of like a, a a really sort of basic mashup, but it's funny. It's funny. Yeah. Yeah, and that's all the Seinfeldisms for this week. Beautiful, and that's the end of this episode for the seven. So uh, thanks so much for listening. We always appreciate you listening in whether it's your first time listener or a seasoned veteran <laughs> whatever you uh whatever you are thank you very much for the support we always appreciate it yeah no we appreciate it and yeah. if you want to get in touch again we've got social media uh instagram uh twitter and facebook yes uh, at bidwabask is our handle b-i-d-w-b-a-s-c that's it uh website bidwabask.com uh, we've, we're on iTunes and Stitcher now. Yes, you can actually search Bidwabask and you can find us. Yeah. Yeah, or you can search Seinfeld either or. Yeah. And you'll find us. Yep. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, subscribe. Yeah. yeah. Subscribe, rate and review us, get yep. in touch. We love it all. And drop us an email, bidwabaskpodcast at gmail.com. Indeed. My name's Ivan. I'm Stephen. And next week we're going to have a heart attack. The heart attack, that is. Oh, season no. two. <laughs> we need to go see Tor. Yeah, we need to. Yeah. Honey. Tor. Yeah. What, what month were you born? February. Should have been October. I know. We'll see you next week. Bye. Tell my mother. Yeah, do it.